Hello, listeners, and welcome to the 15 Minutes of Fame podcast. In this, our very first episode, we'll be talking about who we are, the purpose of this podcast, and why you'll want to listen each week. I am Erica Chesson, the owner and managing partner of the talent agency Celeb Connect. And with me today, I'm joined by Adam Purcell from Caring Counts. He's all about kindness, brand storytelling, and customer service. He'll be asking me some hard-hitting questions. So let's get started. The 15 Minutes of Fame podcast, your destination to learn from people that are passionate about their business and have amazing stories to tell. Are you ready to elevate your expectations of what you thought was possible? It's time to get inspired. Okay. Are we doing okay so far? I think we're doing great because this is your first This is really hard. Okay. But you you also love podcasts. I love podcasts. Let me tell you, you did great. Okay. All right. So, Adam, I'm ready. Ask me anything you want to know. Anything? <laughs> anything. Holy smokes. <laughs> so the pressure's on. Like, hard-hitting questions? Let's start back at the beginning. Where, where did Celeb Connect come from? Well, Celeb Connect was founded uh, back in 2014 by uh, comedian Sean Majumder. Uh, you might know him from This Hour is 22 Minutes. He's an actor. He's been in lots of movies. He's a Newfoundlander. And his really good buddy, Ron Lovett, who's a successful entrepreneur, pretty well known in Atlanta, Canada, and author. And they founded the company because they could see that traditional agencies were doing a pretty good job at cultivating talent and taking care of their talent and booking them. But no one was really taking care of the clients. The clients being um, event planners and business owners who are looking for the right person to put in front of their audiences. And Sean had been booked from or by traditional agencies uh, many times where it was the exact wrong fit, where he was put in front of audiences of people that did not share his humor. Um, so he knew firsthand how most businesses start, you know, there has to be a better way. Mm -hmm. You've got a unique, you come from a unique position that you, you not only you've booked, you've booked talent before, but you have a long history of hospitality from every aspect of that business. So when I hear you speak about your business, you really do care about making sure that every person, every piece is happy. Yeah, so I've worked from all aspects of events, Um, you know, being an event planner myself to um, being a venue manager, working with with all sorts of event organizers, you know, weddings, corporate conferences, holiday parties, everything you can imagine. So I really know what it's like for that event planner to be in that hot seat and be in charge of, you know, making the decision of who they're going to put in front of their audience, which oftentimes includes, you know, the upper management and at the end of the day, if, if it's not the right fit, you know, it's going to come back on that person. When people are booking events, say there's a conference or there's an event, there's all these moving pieces, but a lot of the time it circles around the MC or a big piece of the entertainment. You love the ability to be able to take that off their shoulders. Cause once you take, you can take that responsibility, they can focus on the little things. Yeah, I mean, it's overwhelming um, to go to a site. You know you need a speaker and you know the topic. You know, change management. You know what the issues are in the organization that you're trying to address. But there are thousands and thousands of speakers out there. 
it's very time consuming to you know, to go through these lists, to see if they're available, to contact them and find out their fees. We take that off of your shoulders. So basically sit down, have a, have a conversation to figure out exactly what you're looking for, what your outcomes are, a little more about your audience, and then I'll give you some ideas. We already know what their cost is. We already know whether they're available. And then after you choose the best person and we help you to do that, we take care of all the event details. So the contracts, the invoicing, all of the other details, green rooms, flights, you name it. So Eric, we've been talking a lot about business and what Celeb Connect is, but we haven't really talked about you. Are you the are you that story of the little girl that was out in the country like Laura Ingalls from Little House in the Prairie running through the corn maze? Or are you a city girl? Um, I think I'm somewhere in between, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a country girl, though I love doing things outdoors. And I'm not a big city girl either. Um, that's actually why I love Atlanta, Canada so much. Because you get the best of both worlds. So there's a deeper why to, what, to to why you're in this business. I know you love you love the business and everything, but you love comedians. You love comedy. You said that to me many times. Like you love. I love comedy. You love comedy. <laughs> you know yourself personally. Growing up, there was something that made you love comedy. Just like funny people, or was there comedians that you really listened to a lot? I I, I love all comedy. I think I have a dry sense of humor. Yeah. And I love comedians that can kind of do off-the-cuff stuff. Yeah. That quick wit. Yeah, that's the stuff that I like. That's the stuff that I love. So what's your, what's your thoughts on the baby it's cold outside debate? Because you know there, there's some radio stations taking it off. Everyone knows that song. It's like, baby, it's cold outside. It's my thought, my thoughts on that are in this, you know, in this day and age, yes, we have to be a little more sensitive. But I think there's there's a huge difference between coming out with a song with those lyrics now and going back to a song, you know, that was recorded in the 50s yeah. and banning it because it was a different time. So I was listening to Jonah Hill and he, he did a movie about the 90s and he was talking about he, he kept a lot of stuff in there that was that's very offensive today. And he's like, you can't you can't erase history. You can just you can change the future, but you can't erase history. So I think. That wasn't someone talking. It was a couple that were having a little bit of debate, you know, back and forth. Come on. And it was in that time. It wasn't what it's being said now. So I agree. And that kind of happens in comedy, too. Things that are comedians, especially now with social media, they, I don't know how many times you see, he's a comedian. He's supposed to, like, say something that's a little bit controversial. But now people jump all over people and you see comedians the things that maybe are just towing the line they're supposed to kind of push the envelope and they're having to apologize it must be a challenge when you're booking someone like is there a challenge to that there's definitely a challenge but that's one of the awesomest things about comedy i think comedians they have just a little bit more i mean they can go a little bit further than everyone else mm -hmm. because it's meant to be i mean that's what makes it funny is that it's you know slightly shocking but you do have to be really careful i mean there are conservative groups and that's definitely a huge fail, absolutely worst case scenario for an event to put a comedian in front of an audience and have people offended. That's a perfect example of why it's so important to, to really ask the important questions about, about the organization and the audience. Like you wanna be able to give, put them in an opportunity that they're gonna blow, blow people away and you really wanna be able to um, 
the, you're almost like a matchmaker kind of, right? Would you say that? Yeah, we're exactly like a matchmaker. We really want to make sure that our client is is getting the talent, the exact right talent that they, they want for their audience and that they feel comfortable the entire time with their choice. We're here. We're based in the Maritimes. Is there any maritime talent, that, upcoming talent that you've noticed that's, that's uh, maybe upcoming or even uh, talent that is starting to spread the rings even further right now? There's lots of talent coming out of the Maritimes for sure. I mean, just recently, I was at a book launch for uh, for comedian Mark Critch, who who's worked with Sean and has been on this hour as twenty two minutes for for twenty some odd years. He just wrote a book, a hilarious book about um, mainly about um, him growing up in in Newfoundland and all of the hilarious um, things that come along with that. And I think he's up for an award. I saw today as well yeah. for that book, so that's pretty exciting. And and it's exciting to see, you know what other stuff he'll bring coming up in the near future. So let's bring this back around. Why are you doing a podcast? Like you love podcasts. I'll take that first answer. You love podcasts. (laughs) I love podcasts. I was like, how can I, I want to make sure that we, that you have a podcast that you, that you like. What else? You know, Celeb Connect is, is like we talked about, you know, putting the right people in front of the right audiences building that platform and that's exactly what I'm looking to do with this podcast you know giving people their 15 minutes with a bigger audience you know people who are motivated and looking to make their mark in the world can make a bigger impact the more well-known they are or the more celebrity status they have or local celebrity status in their community you love uh Joe Rogan's podcast right I love it yes but it's like you basically have to schedule times to listen to it because it's like 17 hours long right yeah, a lot of his episodes are two or three hours long. I listen to podcasts when I uh, walk my, my puppy dog each morning with the Joe Rogan podcast. I, I love him, my dog Peanut, but I do not want to walk him for three hours every morning. So the point is, 15 minutes or less. So you know, if you're going to listen to this podcast, you know it's going to be your drive to work. You know it's going to be when you're working out or whatever. You know you'll be able to get the whole thing. Yeah, 15 minutes to learn about about someone who is a motivated person, you know, looking to make their mark. 15 minutes to learn about something that will inspire you for your day. So we're going to finish with a few questions. Let's get to know you deeply. Okay. Favorite band? Uh, tragically Hip. Favorite Tragically Hip song? New Orleans is Sinking. Favorite movie of all time? Dirty Dancing. Favorite line from Dirty Dancing? Nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh, no, it's not. It's I carried a watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong answer. Wrong answer. No, they're both. Alex? (laughs) Yep. They're both good. Both good. Both answers are fine. Your favorite comedian growing up? Favorite comedian growing up? Mr. Dress Up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Mr. Dress Up. He was a comedian. Really? I mean, he had puppets. Fair enough. Do you like puppeteers? Not particularly. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld or Friends? That's a tough one. No, it's not. That's not a tough one. It's got to be Seinfeld. I love both, but yes, I think Seinfeld. It's got to be Seinfeld. It is Seinfeld. It's got to be Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld, but yeah. Friends is good too. Mm-hmm. What sound or noise do you love? I love the sound of um, the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's good that you're from the Maritimes then. That's good. <laughs> I am an ocean girl. Burrito or garlic fingers? Which one? Oh, that is a really tough one. That is really tough. I would say, I think I'd have to go with burrito. 
Really? Yeah. Are you big meat? You love Mexican food? I love Mexican food. I don't eat meat. And so burritos are one of the few foods that are absolutely delicious and vegetarian. Did you know that garlic fingers, the rest of the country, doesn't really know what garlic fingers are? Yes, I'm aware of that. Strange. And people think that donair sauce is pretty gross if, if you're not from Atlantic Canada. And I, on the contrary, think it's delicious. I also think it's delicious. <laughs> I too think it's delicious. That special mix of vinegar and canned milk and sugar. It should be disgusting. It should be. Who discovered this? What profession, <laughs> other than your own, would you like to attempt? What profession other than my own? I think I would like to be an advertising executive. This came to my head because one of my favorite shows growing up was Who's the Boss? And I can remember Angela, and it seemed like she, she had a very um, great job. She was very important, and she was an advertising executive. So I always thought that would be a cool job. Yeah. Can you answer this question for me? You answer this question. It's very important. Okay. Who was the boss? Oh, that is a deep question. Who was it? Was it Angela or maybe it was Tony? I don't know because Tony like kept the place clean, kept her mind clear because she'd get home, the place would be clean, there'd be food on the table, there'd be the kids would be all taken care of. I think Angela was the boss. You think? Yeah. Because the boss is always the one that kind of sets up the people for success. So she set Tony up to make sure everything worked, right? But she made the, the talent of her boss skill or leadership skills is the fact that Tony even thought that he was the boss. He may have thought that, but she was the one with the with the brains to know that he was the right person for the job. So I'm going to hand it off to you. Thank you so much for having me and uh, look forward to what comes next. Thanks, Adam. So that's that's the wrap up of our first uh, first podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, tune in next time. I'm going to be bringing on some amazing guests. I have a few lined up. Uh, I don't want to give give the secret away. Until next time. Thanks for listening and stay inspired. And I'm sorry, that was a terrible ending. It will get better. Keep on listening. I thought it was a good ending. <laughs> See, the fact that you apologize for the ending, that's red carpet treatment for your audience. <laughs>